Don't look now. There's Reggie wearing his Letterman jacket. Can we confirm? He graduated 20 years ago. That's right. It's like, this is the Game Awards. Reggie's here. I don't know if you heard me, guys, but Reggie's here. Here's the, here's the camera on Reggie smiling. Reggie walks out on stage with his sunglasses on. Who wears sunglasses inside? Only a douche. What's up, everybody? You're listening to The Loot Bros, a quickie with The Loot Bros. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty. And alongside me, as always, is Resident Daryl. What's up, nerds and dorks? So we just finished watching the Video Game Awards. It was Deese. It was Deese. There's a little cringe in it. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and jump right in there. Uh, game of, Your Game of the Year, 2019, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, we got a toast to that. We got a toast to that bad boy. So we're going to kick this off. This is going to be a short, abridged version of the show. Uh, something we're going to start doing uh, for our commentaries, our reactions to Game Awards, to uh, E3, what have you. Um, quickie with the Loop Rose, so let's kick this thing off right with a toast. And I don't have a, I have a, I have a red solo cup. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Uh. Mm. Because it's a quickie with the Loop Bros, I can't be slurping all along. That's right, you have to, you have to be quick. It's a quick slurp. So yeah, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice won Game of the Year. Did not see that coming. I, I honestly didn't think this game was going to be on the list. I didn't see it coming either. That was crazy that uh, out of all the games on there, it was weird. I feel like this year there wasn't like a crazy standout of like, it's a no-brainer this game is going to be the one. Like Zelda, yeah. Uh, or Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They got snubbed, you know what I'm saying? But like that game did get snubbed. That, like that game deserved something. Well, you know, I think Resident Evil just didn't take anything home, and which this year, which is crazy because it was on like every list. Yeah. Um. Which I mean, I'm not mad at it because like every single game on the list, it was really weird. It was a very diverse uh, set of winnings. There wasn't one game that just took all the categories like God of War did. Um. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I thought it was pretty, pretty stretched out, pretty diverse. Even though I hate that word. Um, a lot of different games got a lot of different types of awards. There was that one indie game that kind of mopped up all the small stuff. Mm, yeah, but you know, this is probably one of the. And you might be able to agree with this. This year, I've played what I feel like the least amount of the games on the list. Um. Yeah. Sure. Typically, I, I try to play. A little bit of everything, you know, on the list, and I, and I, I, I probably knocked out half of it, but there was a lot of stuff, you know. what I'm saying like this year that I haven't got to or I haven't finished, um, right? You know, like I played, I haven't played Sekiro or Sekiro. Um, I don't play, you know, what I'm saying those type of games, and when I do, I just get mad. So I try not to get mad if I don't have to. Um, I played and beat Control. Uh. It was fantastic. It's a really, really good game. Um, I played and beat Resident Evil. Uh, I played Devil May Cry 5, and I really liked what I played, but I played it on Xbox on Game Pass, and then went and bought it on PS4. So um, I'm gonna, that's where I'm going to finish the game. Um, trying to think. I didn't play. Okay. I didn't even. I don't even remember what that disco indie game was. That, like I said, kind of mopped up a lot of the the smaller categories. You know, Disco Elysium. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, I played. It looks neat. I played Call of Duty, and that won Best Sound Design, which I'm surprised, even though it's good. It's Infinity Ward. Resident Evil Two by far had the best sound design in all of the categories because that game is really built on. Hearing Mr. X. I don't know if you've played Resident Evil 2 Remake yet. Not yet. Do you have a physical copy of that game? Oh, of course I do. 
I need to borrow it. Uh, I need to just buy it. You need to. It's been on sale so many like, times. It's like fifteen dollars mm-hmm. at Redbox. You can go buy it right now for fifteen bucks at Redbox. I need to do that. Um, but yeah, like uh, I've played that one, and I so I guess maybe I played more than I really thought I did. Uh, but I don't know, man. I just felt like this year. Oh, I, I own Death Stranding. I just haven't played it yet. Um, and so like I don't know, man. I this year I really, f- I didn't feel like there was like that one standout. Like Death Stranding was getting the recency rub, you know, like that's the the latest one to come out, and it, it was a lot of hype on it. Yeah. Um, and I really expected it to do more damage than it did. Um, but I thought what it got was pretty fair. You know, I think it got what best game direction. Mm, yeah. Uh, Control got a game. I uh, got one of the um, was it best action game? It wasn't action no, adventure. I, th- I think Sekiro took action adventure game home too. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they it got two awards. It, it got uh, game of the year and action adventure. But there was another. I mean, Control got a get got a um, or maybe it was art direction. That's what it was. It was art direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Control got art direction, and then um, it was Devil May Cry Five got best action game. Okay, which I'm cool with that one because uh, man, that little Japanese dude was so excited. <laughs> sure, so he, yeah. he was about to about to pop. And then uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. As far as the game awards themselves, I thought they were pretty fair. You know, what I'm saying like pretty pretty reasonable. I didn't roll my eyes at any of them. I don't think. I mean, you know, those esports awards really rev my engines. That was that's hard to watch because I don't care about Fortnite at all. I don't care about League of Legends and League of Legends. Like every year, it's like best esports game, League of Legends, best League of Legends game, <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends. Yeah, sooner or later, they're either gonna have to exclude that game or just create its own category. I mean, Best game that plays like League of Legends. They got to be doing something right, you know. Cause, Dota, because you know, people use LOL in their text messages all the time. So, yeah, something. Shout out to Wizards of the Coast for paying like one point five billion dollars in magic ads. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> like it was excessive. Which hey, if, you, if you're gonna, I mean, if you're gonna pay the money to get the ad space, well, god dog. Well, uh, there's a big push to for digital what they call digital magic and a lot of people are fearing that like there's a push to incorporate more digital magic less paper magic i don't see that ever happening because of sales like too many people still buy magic cards but the uh arena is just big man like it's a free game you go in there and it's uh it's one of those deals where you can pay massive amounts of money to buy packs and unlock cards or you can just play online for free and win a bunch of matches and unlock digital coin and unlock stuff you know, it's and it's very well made, <clears throat> and it's introducing a lot of people into the game. Like, you know, when people see like physical cards, they're like, "This is too complicated." But when they get on Magic, it just they kind of lay it kind of lays it out how it works, and so it's introducing a lot of people to the game, and uh, and it's you know, it's video games. Video games kind of sell themselves sometimes, so people that are more prone to you know, to play more video games would be more interested in playing a magic game of a magic video game than they would actually playing the card game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially if it's free to play, you know, that'll get, that'll get you yeah. at least to try it. But yeah, those ads were, it, they had, I think they had six of them when it was all said and done. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, there's also, <laughs> there's the Netflix animated series is coming. It's going to be like 10, 10 or 11 parts. And then there's uh, an RPG that's coming out. Like they showed the teaser. Um, I don't, we don't know what this game's going to be yet. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be like a dungeon crawler, uh, an actual like uh, MMO RPG or what. I, I did notice that the characters they were showing in the trailer weren't really like characters from the lore. So I don't know if it's going to be like a create your own character in this universe kind of deal, which is probably going to be that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Well, like I said, overall, I thought that the, uh, the categories themselves were pretty fair, pretty, pretty legit. Um, you know, like I thought that, uh, it was, it was pretty good. So, um, I think that some of the, <laughs> the, I guess we can kind of save the announcements for kind of like last, but my goodness, man, some of the little bits that they did, it was so cringeworthy. Like for <sighs> yeah. all of the cool that they had on the show, 
It was like they immediately wanted you to palate cleanse it with cringe. Yeah. Except the Muppets. I have to disagree with you on the Muppets. I love Muppets. Dude, I th- I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even, like... I didn't like Muppets when I was a kid, either. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a what a animal. Like, I liked Eureka's Castle okay. <laughs> <laughs> picnic time! Picnic time! Picnic time! <laughs> I'll, I'll allow that, yeah, dude. Uh, oh, oh, DJ Hex, man, he gets uh, he gets excited. He gets a beep for Eureka's Castle, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's for Eureka. Ooh, hey, maybe that's what he's like. Mm, Eureka! <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that that was cringe, dude. Like that whole the goose section, and like I really roll my eyes at the games for impact. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, virtue signaling, like I really don't like that yeah. whole bit anyways mm-hmm. but and i feel like it's fair coming from me because my opinion is that they force feed you change the stuff i think that it's i think it's just stupid how like on the nose they are with some of this crap like hey guys these are the, yeah. these are this is like our thing this is what we're into let's all rally I, around this i can't be the only one when she was all like I'm from Afghanistan, and we made this mobile game that was like, this game looks like crap. Well, that, it, like, <laughs> so that whole bit was just like, it was like, uh, I'm from Afghanistan, and men men control the games, and men control everything, and then men, men, men. It was like, it seemed like every single one of the Facebook gaming, like, I don't even know what to call it, you know what I'm saying, without being super derogatory, but God doll, man, all that stuff was just so, like, man-hating and women's empowerment. And I am, dude, I am all for it. Like, I want my daughter to to go and do everything, you know what I'm saying? My wife is a super successful woman who does not need me to be who she is, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I get it. I'm down for it. But, my God, like, it just screams man-haters. <laughs> it's like, the mm. men are holding back the women. And, like, it, it, what was that one little bit they did where, like, I'm this chick and I want girls to play games? And, and I'm just yeah. like, 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 guys, girls play games. Like, it's, like, maybe 10 years ago saying it out loud was, like, a, like a thing. I don't know, man. But it just seems like every year... Whereas more girls are playing games and it's more common for girls to play games. It's like they double down on this kind of trash every year. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just don't. It just makes me. But then I say all that to say this. This is where I'm going with it. Like, as much as that on the nose, handholdy, you know what I'm saying? Like, agenda trash makes me roll my eyes. They ruined their own circle jerk with the goose bit you know what i'm saying (laughs) like it's like let's all rally around our cause and jerk each other off and talk about how you know what i'm saying like empowered we are with the the, but we're gonna do this little muppet goose bit and we're gonna basically crap on our own sec our, our own segment it was it was so bad like it was so bad it's like you want to you want to celebrate your games for change, you know, category whatever, and then <laughs> you're gonna do a stupid Muppet thing on top of it, and just completely deflate whatever momentum I, they were trying to build with four right. four segments of Facebook gaming people are oppressed refugees and all that stuff. Which again, I'm not against ninety nine percent of that stuff. I think it's all great, but like. It's always the presentation that just makes me want to vomit. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Like, oh god. Not to mention the 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 15 minutes of Jeff Keighley talking to a fictional character from Apex Legends. Oh my gosh, that was so much cringe. It's like all this build up and high over a skin. Yeah, like <laughs> and I don't, and, come on. And it was all that crap. And I don't even know if they're get. Are you getting? You're getting the gun skin, but are you also getting the the Voyager skin? The dude, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like it was so, and and then for the longest time, I was like, "Is this Apex Legends or is this Borderlands 3? Because I don't even know what game this is. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I played Apex Legends a few times. I thought it sucked, and I was like, "I'm out." You know. And so I don't even know what game we're talking about. They're up there having this whole conversation, and I'm like, I'm pretty plugged in 
and I had it narrowed. I narrowed it down to two. <laughs> I was like, but I don't. You didn't even tell me what game this was before you spent six minutes talking to this friggin' screen. <laughs> and Jeff, yeah. Jeff Keeley committed to it, but it still stunk. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man, he he was committed. So, but overall, well, yeah, it, it, was, it was such a smooth. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird show too, because I don't know. It, it has so up and up and down for me. Like I feel like the the first. I don't know, 20 minutes maybe, 30 minutes was great. And then it was just so up and down from there. Um, it was, I think I was more excited about some of the ads, <laughs> like or, or some of the teasers. Oh, yeah, even. That was the best part. Like uh, seeing Doom Eternal ad was cool. Uh, God's Fall, like our first announced PS5, PS5 exclusive. Game? Yeah, dude. So I was pretty excited about that. Um, a slasher looter. Yeah. So <laughs> That sounded That sounds cool. fun. Yeah. So... I'm down with that. Uh, Which is weird because by on the premise, it sounded like the new. It sounded like Darksiders. It was like you yeah, got all these. It looked like you it. Got all these like armored up, big god ish characters, and then it's like uh, something about kickstarting the apocalypse early. And I'm like, wait a second, isn't this the premise of Darksiders? And I'm like, wait, is this the trailer for Dark a new Darksiders game? And then it was you know Godfall, which is cool. You know, and then the fact that they actually said PS5, like we got our first PS5 game. Uh, I was like, dang, son, that was pretty friggin' solid. Um, yeah. But uh, I was, um, I thought it was pretty neat. I'm excited about that. I was kind of, I was kind of intrigued by some of the, the announcements. Like 9 to 5 looks pretty cool. Eh, yeah. Um, he kind of lost me with tactical and teamwork. You start saying stuff like that. And you know, it's just not. It's not my. Game. It's not. It my game. seems like a. It seems like a game you could play with the community, Daryl. Yeah, uh, you can see how good I am with that, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's totally my. You know, top of my skill set. Playing games with the community, not knocking it. I'm gonna do it. I'm hopefully gonna play some play games with community this weekend. But it's not exactly something that I'm uh, consistently good at. <laughs> so, unless it's Call of Duty Ghosts, and then that one, you know. That yeah, then you're a ma- somehow a master at it. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, I can stream and I can play games with community. And I, can do, I can pretty much do everything. Nah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it, lo- it looks like a like I'm. I guess a more modern siege, which I don't even know if modern siege is the way to go, but it definitely it's a siege. Yeah, it just reminded me of like, oh, that sounds like Rainbow Six Siege. It sounds like cool. It, it looked like SWAT. I thought it was a new SWAT game, oh, and I got really excited. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I've been thinking about them old, like, computer games from back in the day. Like, SWAT was huge. It disappeared. Like, I remember when SWAT 4 got announced, and it was it was originally called, I think, Urban Justice. And then it later just became SWAT 4, and it just didn't sell as quite as well as the third one. And then the company who made it just kind of fizzled out. And then uh, Age of Empires was another one I was thinking about, because I remember Age of Empires 4 got uh, teased, I think, last year at EVO. Or maybe a, another uh, game show like before Evo, um, and I've lost my mind. I was like, "Oh my god, a new Age of Empires!" But we haven't seen anything on it. Like it's been so dormant. <laughs> like so, they must be really, really in development. <laughs> yeah, like balls deep, like so deep they forgot <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, "Hey, this is Age of Empire." They probably just borrowed the trailer from like an older game. Yeah. Like no one will remember this. It was like fifteen years ago. <laughs> well, so we're too fresh off the show. Like we literally like turned the show off. I urinated and they started recording. So I don't necessarily know if this is my favorite trailer, but my God, that Hellblade Two trailer, Doctor, that one was. Yeah. Yes, it's a good thing I was in the shower. I was, when I was watching that one. I was really confused. Were you? <laughs> uh, actually, I was running my. I was getting in the shower. Yeah, so it's really hard to shower with a Woody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was really confused at first. Then I was like, "Oh wait, I know what this oh is. My this is hell." Gosh, dude, that was. I'm sure little T Bird was standing at attention as well. Yeah, he was pretty excited about it. Man, that is that is. That might be the hottest announcement of the night for me. Sure. Yeah. And like, and it, this uh, is this is something too. And I don't know how many people paid attention to this kind of stuff, 
But if you go back to the, the first couple Remember the Loot shows, I was saying, I can't wait for Hellblade. Where's Hellblade? That got announced in 2013 on Sony stage as an exclusive. And for the first year, that game was exclusive when it finally came out. And then Microsoft came in and bought the studio, and then now has the, the obviously the exclusivity for the second game, which was so smart, dude. All right, Sony, you effed up on you dropped the freaking ball on that one. Mm. So that was a mm, that one. I don't care what console it is. That's a game right there that like I'm going and I'm playing it wherever I have to. It's that freaking good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's exciting, it's exciting to see. Because uh, like you know, I know you, you and Tanner both had talked about highly about that game when it came out. So it's cool to see that you know that it's getting a lot of love and attention again. Um, I, I was really interested to see, to uh, in the fact that they didn't show anything on Resident Evil Three. Seeing that Resident Evil Two, you know, was nominated for a few awards. Um, Resident Evil Three was kind of MIA, like you know. Well, that was kind of the, like, that was like the main event of the state of play uh, two or three days ago. Okay, yeah. Okay. And Jeff Keeley said whenever he was hyping the Game Awards, he goes, "We got like ten games that we're world premiering, like brand new, you've never seen." And then people ask, "Is that Resident Evil Three remake?" He goes, "Nope, that's not one of them." And now, of course, that was after it got leaked on the PlayStation Store. So, and then mm. when it headlined State of Play, it was like, ah, okay. Which that has still dominated my newsfeed on Facebook. Like, I guess I'm yeah. just following all the right people because, my goodness, that Resident Evil 3 has really gotten a buzz from people. I think it's cool how they. That one came out of nowhere, man. Because we, how long did we wait for Resident Evil 2 remake? I mean. And it came out, and what, a year later, we're getting Resident Evil 3? Well, I mean, if you think about it, um, A, that's how Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, they were 18 months apart. So, you know, they're, they're going to be about that, you know, on this one. Yeah, but did you expect Capcom to do something that cool again? Well, I did, because the rumor has been that they were developing 2 and 3 at the same time. Um, Ever, ever since they were, de- they were developing Part 2, uh, or Resident Remake 2. The rumor was that the studio was split and they were doing two and three at the same time. Um, and I don't know, this is kind of going way back, but there was a company, they're now called Invader Studios. They were doing a Resident Evil 2 remake in the Unreal Engine before RE2 Remake was ever announced. Oh. And then Capcom flew them out to Japan and gave them a tour and then they very quietly canceled their Resident Evil 2 remake that they were doing and then launched Daymare 1998 um and then ever since then they've been doing like tours at all the big you know or meeting all the devs for the old survival horror games like um and games of the such like uh they just did they posted a picture not too long ago of the Invader Studio guys with the dude that created Parasite Eve um, okay. And then of course they're, you know, they're hanging out at Capcom. They were shouting out the RE3 remake. So I want to say that through that whole engagement, that's where the RE3 leaks came from. But I, I can't really remember because I follow so many Resident Evil specific groups that like RE3 remake has been all but confirmed since the release of two. And what's been cool is since they, um, since they did, dropped the trailer for RE3 remake. Um, they went in and added some stuff into RE2. So there's like a photo you got to go find now. And it shows you like Jill and some other characters. There's like updated achievements and trophies now for Resident Evil 2. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. They're, they're really doing a good job of like kind of tying it all together. Um, but I, what I think is cool, and this is just super, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, nerdy Resident Evil stuff is they're going to release the two games so close together like they did the original two. So, but that's pretty cool. Way. I res- I respect that a lot. I mean, Capcom's really been on a uptick lately. Oh yeah, they've been releasing some good stuff. So I'm looking forward to more. I still want to see a Code Veronica remake. I know a lot of fans do. Oh yeah, I'm still it's- waiting on the uh, Outbreak remakes. 
Because yeah. this is the well, we, perfect time to have those, you know what I'm saying, with a good internet infrastructure. Yeah, definitely. Um, we are getting a multiplayer with Resident Evil 3? Yep, Project that's, Resistance. That's pretty cool. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a 4v1 kind of thing, um, where you're going to be... Uh, I forget what he's called, the overseer. I think that's what it is. But essentially, you're, um, you know, you're, you've got like a bunch of different characters captured in some kind of facility, and you're releasing BOWs. Um, so it's like four survivors versus the one overseer who's releasing the BOWs and stuff like that. Uh, very, you know, evolve, uh, Jason, Dead by Daylight style, uh, Predator style. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Um, but it's really smart to uh, relate that with Resident Evil 3 Remake because Resident Evil 3 Remake is a... Resident Evil 3 is a much shorter game than re- than any of the other Resident Evils. So it makes right. a lot of sense to piggyback this experimental multiplayer game that you're doing uh, with a game that's already kind of short so you're getting more value for your... for your You know what I'm saying? Your purchase. And Capcom... Yep can send this multiplayer game out there and it possibly not die because they've tried all through their, you know, through resident evil since the beginning, they've tried to get these multiplayer and these spinoff games kind of, you know, off the ground and get them going, but it's just not really worked. And it seems like pretty positive reception on this one. You know what I'm saying? Some of the demos and, and showings that the various, uh, the big outlets have been checking out. So, it seems like this might be a good one, cool. and this might be the best way to, to deliver uh, said game. So we'll see. Heck yeah. Um, kind of trailing off the Resident Evil note here. Uh, I was really surprised. I guess not so much surprised, but um, I mean, I, I was happy to see Smash get some recognition for a couple reasons. One, fighting games never make it to game of the year status. I don't think I've ever seen a fighting game make it there. Um, I could be wrong. If I am wrong, I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe it was another Smash title in the past. Uh, but the fact that Smash made it was, was kind of cool because, you know, fighting games are already, like, it's a very niche crowd, as it is. Um, they don't really see a whole lot of spotlight on, even on the competitive scene, which is unfortunate because, I mean, if you sit down and actually watch Evo, it's actually pretty hype. It's it's fun to watch. Um not too big into like other esports, like you know, League of Legends and stuff like that. Like, just not my thing. But sitting down, and actually watching fighting games, is, it's uh, it's pretty magical to me being a fighting game fan. But um, but yes, Smash being recognized as Game of the Year was, was pretty neat. I knew it didn't stand a chance though, but it's it's awesome to see that kind of stuff. Um, not to mention it just, if I'm not mistaken, it finally broke the record for the highest selling fighting game of all time. Finally beating Street Fighter 2's record, which is insane for me to, to fathom. Yeah, as old as that game is, it still held the record for so long. Well, it's because they re-released it so many times. That's true, but you know, it's it's you know, fans never got tired of it. <laughs> you know, um, and then from there, it just got better, and they released more titles. And I still want to see a new Street Fighter Alpha. Like Street Fighter Alpha Four would would make my life, but. But yeah, it was cool to see a fighting game on the big stage like that, and and you know, yeah, it was Smash and a lot of fight, a lot of like diehard fighting game enthusiasts don't really recognize Smash as a true fighter, quote unquote. But I mean, it is like it or lump it. It's it's always in the big stage at Evo. It sees a lot of uh, views, and a lot of people get hyped when they watch it, and it's a good game. So it's cool to see that. I like Melee. Which one was on the GameCube? A melee. A melee. I like Melee, and then the Nintendo 64 one. Was that Brawl? That was Smash. just the yeah. Smash. I like yeah. those. Every time I go and pick up a Smash game now, I'm just, I, I don't know. that I got. I didn't really, uh, I don't really dig that gameplay, that style, you know? And like, I played the, uh, I feel like I played the newest one with my cousin at his house not too long ago. I might have just done more watching than anything, or maybe my kids beat me. I don't remember. Mm. Either way, I don't know. Like I don't. I'm just kind of not really feeling it. But everyone who plays it says it's pretty freaking pretty good. So yeah, it's fun. It's fun. 
I've uh, been playing a lot with my cousins lately. Um, and when I first started playing it again, I was really rusty because it's just like it's so different from any other fighter you'd play because you know it's kind of floaty. It, well, it depends on what character you're using. Like if you're using, I don't know, Kirby, you might be a little bit more floaty. But if you're using Little Mac, like you're not gonna have very good air game, but you're gonna have you know you're gonna be super solid on the ground. So the diversity between the characters is really cool in that game, and uh, I love it a lot. Having a big roster of like the this amalgamation of all these classic Nintendo characters and video game characters is cool too. Um, and the fact that they got their hands on all the license, you know, so you got you don't just have Mario and Zelda, you have like uh, or Link, you have uh, like Mega Man and Ryu and stuff like that, or yeah. Bayonetta, <laughs> like <laughs> Cloud, so. I love that. I love crossovers, man. And, and wasn't there rumored a um another PlayStation All Stars? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that one's dead in the water. It sold a million units, and that still they didn't find that to be a success. And I don't even know if that studio is still open anymore. So, yeah, I, that's. I mean, cr- crossovers are always good. You just got to get the right team to develop. I, the reason why I like that game so much was because they had like a finisher system. You know, so it wasn't like it wasn't like sure. build damage to a certain point and then like you get farted at and you fly off the map. You know, like it was like a definite like build your ultimate and then the strategy was, you know, do I use it the quick one to get like a get a one point or do I save it up to like a two or a three and potentially get you know what I'm saying, three or four points and then, you know, possibly depending on timing, you know, grab an extra on a respawn, you know, it, it, it was cool. I liked it. But even then, I don't know that I want another, me personally, I don't know that I want another one of those either. You know, I, I don't know. It's just maybe, maybe that's just not what I'm into at the moment. Yeah. Um, but change of subjects real quick. I am very, very uh, impressed that Microsoft, listen to me, Microsoft came in clutch with the friggin' Showing their new console at the Game Awards. The big uh How's Ballsy? The big Alexa Alexa box. It, it, yeah, they they can't design a good looking console to save their life. They cannot. But I was very impressed. I was like, man, that's freaking yeah, because they're I mean they were doing it at the Microsoft State at the Microsoft uh uh theater. You know, so they were already at home, you know what I'm saying? And then they showed it off. I was like, "Ooh, doctor, that was that was something." <laughs> <laughs> it was a box. <laughs> it really uh, was a box. Uh, I'm now I'm interested, like title wise. Does Halo still have juice? Like, will Halo still interest enough people for them to play it? Because it just seems like the last couple of Halos have been stinkers. Just yeah. from what everything I've read and, and fan reactions, you know. Well, I've just, played them all, and I thought that Halo Five was. Uh, very mediocre at best. I didn't finish four, which I, I want to finish four, but I played the beginning of it, and you know, I don't know. It just wasn't. Yeah, I just wouldn't feel it. They, I, even going back with the Master Chief Collection and playing the the Halos that I loved over again, there's so much downtime, you know, and it's so much traversal on foot. That it's just like I don't know. It's kind of boring, you know. Like it, it doesn't hold up the way I remembered, um, you know. But you know, I'm, I'll give the new one a chance. You know, what I'm saying like nowadays you don't even have to own a console to freaking play their best games. So, you know, freaking Game Pass. I'll play the new Halo Infinite. I'll play. Um, <clears throat> I'll play Hellblade. You know, because that's all first party stuff right there. You know. Yeah, I don't. I won't buy the new console. Like it don't matter what it looks like or what it can do, you know. Like I've that ship sailed. Yeah. The the only way I'll buy their console, I'll take it back. The only way I'll buy their console is if my PC can't handle playing their games with Game Pass. But with Play Anywhere, that initiative they started four or five years ago, I should be okay. I should be able to play. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. Um, but I did think it was really cool because, you know, PlayStation's come out and dropped specs on their unit. And there's been rumors that Xbox has been kind of holding back to see what PlayStation was going to do. And then so PlayStation's done taking to the taking the limelight twice now. 
and given specs on their console and talked about their console. And then now Xbox did them one better. You know, it was like they came out and showed it. Right. So, uh, I'm, so in February, we're supposed to see what the PS5 looks like. So it's supposed to be like a PlayStation cool. event just to show it off. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool time. So this is that exciting time where, you know, we get to see all the new stuff and then we'll get to see all the new launch games that are going to look way better than they'll actually be. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So, right. So what'd you think about all the death stranding love? Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, the crowd was really digging it. You, you can't fake that. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I own the game. I've owned it since it came out and I still haven't played it yet. So okay. I don't know. You know, it's like, uh, I was thinking about this too. When secure, when, when Sekiro won, I was like, Whoa, you know, I was kind of taken back for a second and I was like, huh? I didn't expect it, but I haven't played it, so I don't really know what to expect, you know? Right. Um, well, I'll tell you. And that's kind of how I feel about Death Stranding. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it because I own it and still haven't played it. Right. I'll tell you from someone who's played Sekiro, it's, it is an amazing game. Uh, and, and not just saying that because I have a bit of a bias for, from software games, but it is good. It's very good. At, you know, it's got a great atmosphere, great music. Uh, even my wife, you know, she sits down and watch me, watches me play it. She's like, this game's beautiful, you know. Like, it, it is really a special game. Um, in my personal opinion, I don't think it's as good as Bloodborne. But I also think they're completely separate games in their own right, too, you know. And uh, it's interesting that on stage, he even mentioned how different that game was compared to his other games. How they were kind of worried, you know, how mechanically the game was very different from anything they've made before, and it kind of paid off for him. So I wonder if that's going to influence his decision and go moving forward and how he makes his games. You know, like, like is, is Elden Ring going to have tra- traversal like Sekiro, or is it going to be more rooted like Dark Souls? You know what I mean? Like, is the next Bloodborne going to be faster than the first one? Uh, if we ever get Bloodborne, wink, wink. But uh, it's also cool to see them to get some recognition finally because he's put out some. He puts a lot of heart and soul in his games, and he has a very, very strong cult following, uh, or niche following, if you will, <clears throat> with the the Soulsborne games. And so I feel like his reaction on stage was genuine too. Like when you saw him walk off, he was very happy to have finally, like finally, I get some recognition of putting my heart and soul in these games. You know, so it was really cool to see. Yeah, um, you know, I, again, I haven't played the game, so I don't know, you know, I'm saying what to think of it. The only thing I have to go by is you, Tanner, and our our mutual friend Steve, and none of you guys have finished the game. Which was Segura? Yeah. You know, I'm the last then, boss. Well, that's just... the thing is everyone stopped on it, you know, and I'm sitting back thinking like, wait a second, you guys usually poop sock these games. Oh, I poop sucked up. Freak out of this game. I'm just on the, the last boss, that, and I haven't beat him yet. <laughs> I was saying, this is the one that put the brakes on everybody. Because Se- I mean, Steve got Sekiro when it released, and he still hadn't beat it. Now, that's weird. Because I feel like if there's anybody who would have beat the heck out of that game, it would have been Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 you know. So, I don't know. I didn't know I didn't know it was as good as, as it apparently is. Which is cool either way. Um... But yeah, so I thought that was cool. Um, like I said, I thought overall the awards were cool. The announcements were cool. I thought overall the show was good, even despite the amount of cringe that there was. Um, one thing that I, I, I'm, <laughs> we were texting back and forth, and I was talking about how like the dudes from uh, Dishonored and Prey were like mega, they look like, look like mega douches. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. That dude with his little blazer. And the freaking leather jacket arms. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really high on his own supply. I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought the musical performances were... I don't know. I like Green Day. I thought they did good. But, my God, those first the churches and that grid thing, mm-hmm. that freaking sucked. That freaking sucked. Like, that was bad. You didn't like the first performance? Uh, I didn't like it, no. I, I thought she was good. Uh, I think she was lip singing. I know for a fact the second one was lip singing. 
<sighs> you know that. Yeah, oh, the, lip, too. The, the second one was definitely lip syncing. Yeah. She wasn't even lip syncing the right time. Like she was lip syncing when there wasn't song, when there wasn't lyrics, and then she was lip syncing when there like she wasn't lip syncing when there was. Like yeah. she was so off and cringy, like to look at. Like it was awful. I'm um, s- still excited for Cyberpunk. And I still think it's gonna have awesome music. Yeah, the cool thing is you won't have to look at that weird chick putting on headgear. You see my headgear? <laughs> um, that was a South Park joke, by the way. Okay. But yeah, dude, friggin' uh, I thought Green Day did good. I mean, they opened up Welcome to Paradise, which is one of my favorite songs by them. They all look 60. Oh, they are. I mean, they're old, bro. They, they were, the I think dr- that was uh, one of the first CDs I ever got as a kid, was Dookie. The drummer looked like Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Yeah, dude. I mean, those jokers. So I'm 35 ish. I'm 34. I'll be 35 here in a little bit. Um, and when I was my, I was probably 10 years old when I got the Dookie album. So you know, those guys got to be pushing close to 50 now. Yeah, that's uh, they're old. <laughs> yeah, man. And you got to think they've also been doing drugs and rock and roll for years and years and years. Because their singer just got a rehab for like the thirtieth time. Yeah, for so. slamming his guitar on stage and walking off like yep. a pansy. But he sounded really good. He did. And he sounded really good. So um I thought I thought they were good. And um I don't know, man, even though the drummer looked like Joe Pesci, he was killing them drums. <laughs> he really was. So um but it's cool, man. It's weird to see like our like like our I don't know, I don't want to call them rock heroes. Um because we're talking about Green Day, but you know what I'm saying? Like all those bands we grew up listening to are old men now, you know? So like seeing them perform, it's just not flattering, you know? Like, like rock and roll doesn't necessarily look good on when you're older. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, <laughs> so even the, even like, even the guys in corn, man, like they, like some of them look pretty good. Some of them look pretty rough, you know, when they're playing. And, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of bands in my life, and you know some of these guys. When you see them live, it's like, whoa! You got you. I forgot. I've been listening to you since I was a baby. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the road has not been good to you. <laughs> Keep rocking, Green Day. Keep rocking. But I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up, man? I think that. Uh, yeah, that's about it, man. We kind of glossed over a lot of it. Uh, I'm sure you guys will talk about the show about this stuff again. You know, I'm saying later sure. on in the week when we we'll do, do our full episode proper. We'll do our uh, yep our full video game awards episode with our own categories that we'll make up. Now that's gonna be a good one. Yep, like uh, <laughs> the award for the most ads presented by Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, a really, really old black dude. But who, who, where was he from? Who was that? That was a recognizable actor. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like um, close friends with Mark Rosewater. <laughs> Stadia's ads were really good. Those are actually really good. I like those a lot. They're talking about Stadia is the gift you can give yourself. <laughs> it's a dude opening a Christmas present. Is I like the uh, the first one. A woman walks up, and like, "Do y'all have any uh, Stadia?" And, <laughs> and like, they both jumped up, and there's like freeze yeah. frame, and the credits rolled. <laughs> yeah, they they really leaned into it, man. They covered what was cool was they were being goofy, but they really covered all the details you need to know. Sure, so Stadia yeah. gives you the power of electricity to to snap your fingers and put it on screens. I was like, <laughs> uh. your consoles take up too much space. I'm like sitting there thinking, yeah, I, I was just telling my wife how our PlayStation, which is tucked nicely under our our entertainment center, just takes up the whole living room. Yeah, he was referring to the Xboxes. But oh, that new like, one. You better get Stadia if you think about getting that new Xbox. <laughs> that new Xbox router. Okay, I got to touch on this. The Series X, that name sucks too. Like, come on. Their naming convention blows. It's awful. So they were the Xbox, okay? Xbox is a freaking awesome name, all right? But then the Xbox 360, that was okay. That was not bad. Where do you go from there, though? The 720, obviously. Exactly. Nope. No, we're going to go to the Xbox One, which really just breaks all logic. 
And what are we going to do when we got the Xbox One? We're going to make the Xbox One S followed by the Xbox One X. That sounds like the S, but it's not. But now there's so many X's, <laughs> it sounds weird. We really like the alphabet. And then, wait a second, we're going to really throw you a curveball. We're going to make the Xbox One S all digital. So that would be the Xbox Sad. Mm. And I'm just like, ugh. And then now, here we go. The brand new console. What are we going to call it? The Xbox Series X. Because we didn't exit enough. I'm just like, no. Eventually, it's just going to be like a little softcore porno machine. The Xbox (laughs) XXX. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's so bad. I'm just like, oh. Like, Series X is not the worst they could do. But it's not good. So I'm just kind of like, okay. I guess if that's what you're going to do, it's better than the Xbox One X Sad. Or like one, I don't even know. I can't even say them anymore. There's so many. (laughs) Colon Stadia. (laughs) The Xbox Router. (laughs) Uh, Landon? Yeah, let's get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen. one in the morning. It. Oh my god, I gotta work tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a quickie with the Loop Bros. I'm your host, Frosty. With me is Resident Daryl. We appreciate you listening so much. Um, be sure to check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify. We're on Spotify now. We made it. We did it. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Join our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, type in the Loop Bros podcast. It is a closed group. Ask nicely. We'll let you in. Uh, you can follow most of us inside of the group. A lot of us are still getting our, a lot of our socials uh, made and stuff. I know I haven't used any of my Twitters or I hate. Well, I hate Twitter. I probably won't ever use Twitter. I hate everything personally. So it, Facebook is everything. just it. I hate everything. I'm like a walking George Strait song. You can check my TikTok at. <laughs> <laughs> you can check my Uber. Wait, that's not a social media. My Lyft profile. <laughs> you can check me out on the Grubhub. <laughs> you can get my grinder. Oh, wait a minute. That's not what I was. That's oh, right. that's a real thing. I meant my gyro. I'm just kidding. It's pronounced, it's pronounced Euro. <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all listening. We will see y'all next week. Oh.